The fire blinded me as I stumbled through the smoke, my lungs feeling like they were being cooked. Tears stung my eyes and ran down my face. My fault. All my fault. I didn't know how, but I knew it was all my fault. It was always my fault. My foot banged into something metal, and I was hurled forward into the flames in front of me. I hit the burning rubble hard. My palms rubbed raw, trying to stop my fall. I coughed and coughed until I thought my chest would break open. I blinked my eyes against the layers of hot smoke. A wheelchair. Lily's wheelchair. Oh, God! I choked out through the smoke and fear. Don't let Webster have killed her, too. Please not her, too. I picked myself off the burning floor of the girl's half of the orphanage and staggered forward, looking all around. Webster, the headmaster, had finally lost it, as I had feared for so long. But why now? Why? I had awakened ten minutes earlier, the whole boy's wing ablaze around me, and the hot smell of burning wood thick in my nose. Wild with fear, I had sat straight up in my cot. I blinked at the thick smoke stinging my eyes. I strained to make out the strange lump on the floor. Something was at the foot of my cot. My stomach coiled and went cold. Not something, someone. Zack. But what was he doing lying on the floor like that? I studied his face. Something was wrong, bad wrong. His white, blind eyes weren't blinking. They were just staring blankly back at me, as if finally he could see me. See me and ask why God had forsaken us by dumping us into this hellhole. I kept staring at his face as though, if I looked hard enough, I would see that sad smile twist his lips again. Then I noticed the red splotches around his throat, splotches that looked like fingers. I shivered. Webster. He had strangled Zack and dumped him at the foot of my cot. Oh God, the others. What about the others? In a panic I looked through the boiling clouds of smoke in every direction. My heart seemed to turn to stone. Suddenly I couldn't breathe. Sax, Brian, Fast Eddie, even Steve the bully and his two cronies, Mitch and Dunn. They were all lying sprawled across their cots, their limp bodies bent all wrong. The long red splotches were on their throats too. They just lay there as the smoke coiled all about them and me. At first I couldn't believe what I was seeing, but finally it set in. They were dead. All dead but me. I started to shiver uncontrollably. As I had feared for so long, Webster had finally gone over the edge. I shook my head no, over and over again. Father, don't let this be happening, please! For a numbed second, I couldn't understand why he had left me alive. Why strangle everyone but me? Then it hit me. He was saving me for last. And with that thought came the image of the face that had haunted my dreams for so long. Lily. Webster knew how I felt about her. She would be next to last. I just knew it. So maybe there was still time. Maybe. Oh, Father, let there still be time. I got out of bed clumsy and stiff from Webster's last beating. I was so scared of him that I had taken to go into bed with my clothes on so that I could race off into the woods if he ever went over the edge. But now the woods would have to wait. Lily, I had to get to Lily. I quickly stuffed my feet into my scuffed hiking boots.
I didn't even bother to tie the laces. I didn't know how much time Lily had left. Maybe it had already run out for her like it had for Zack and the others. The girl's half of the orphanage was walled off from ours, with its own staircase even. I was forced to run out of the dormitory, down the burning stairs, and stumble out across the huge lobby. Webster had decorated its walls with Viking runes and carvings. The strange eyes of the burning face mask seemed to stab into mine. How a mad Swede had ended up in Louisiana was only one of the questions that drove me crazy. But as you might have picked up from my accent, I wasn't from around here either. As I ran across the lobby, I stumbled over Lily's empty wheelchair. As I staggered to my feet, I stared at it in horror on the burning floor. I looked hurriedly all about. She was nowhere to be seen. Nowhere. 